Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You have been to the movies. As as is usually the case. That's not that's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Or out of movies. the ordinary. Yeah. And this time, three. Count them three movies. Now that is unusual. That I, I have actually heard of. I don't often do three, but um, my schedule was open enough that I was able to do so uh, on this particular weekend. Now, do you popcorn at each one? Um, no, I I have the diabetes, and popcorn is essentially just buttered carbs, and but uh, it doesn't doesn't it's delicious doesn't well. I mean, uh, granted, so is cake. Um, cake's delicious, uh, mm, but but also point. diabetes. You got the sugar. Okay, yeah, I do. Hmm. I never thought about that. In my mind, you see, popcorn is a vegetable. One of the few vegetables both my children will eat. I mean, I can I can diet Coke or, you know, mm-hmm. diet Sprite or I can diet anything like a champ. Uh, but the essentially everything else um, I can't have. Like, they, they actually do have, like, meats and cheeses. But I'm like, you want me to pay $7 for that much meat and cheese? I... I'll just eat in two hours. Thank you. <laughs> Thank and you. no one wastes their money on Twizzlers. Nobody. That's just... Also sugar. Also sugar. <laughs> but still, it's Twizzlers. Saying, they're, they're not exactly carb-friendly. No, no, not at all. Anywho, um, let's start with the Adams Family. All right. Um, I, I will go ahead and say that my... My own personal opinion, as far as the definitive version of the Adams Family, is probably the Barry Sonnenfeld directed Raul Julia starring films that were released in the early to mid '90s. Loved those. Um, I'll I'm get a, an actual date on that. I'm I'm aware of the the existence of the television show. Um, I didn't watch it quite as much when I was a kid. I was a fan of the Munsters. Um, I didn't quite appreciate the Adams family, probably because they were a bit more subtle. Mm, um, 91. Okay, 91 and probably, what was the other one? 94, I'm guessing? 93 and okay. 98. 98 was the straight-to-video one that starred Tim Curry. That's that's not that's well, not the one count. I'm talking about. No, no. Okay. Now, from my perspective, I watched Gilligan's Island, The Munsters, and The Adams Family. My favorite on Gilligan's Island was, of course, Ginger. Um, uh, the Munsters, um, I enjoyed it very much. But when it came to, if I had to choose three of those shows, well, I would have chosen Bewitched, which I didn't mean. But The Adams Family, <sighs> nothing topped The Adams Family, the TV show, in my mind at all. The thing I've always found fascinating about it, and like I said, I didn't dislike the show. I just really enjoyed those films. Probably because Christopher Lloyd is in it, and he was in Back to the Future. And in my mind, especially at that period in my life, mm-hmm. all you had to do was have a connection to Back to the Future to fascinate me. Um, they're essentially kind of a a farce on mm-hmm. the, the sitcom family. And I think it's really funny that to... To make to draw attention to itself, you have a husband and a wife that are madly in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Like that's <laughs> when when you have a standardized sitcom, that's what you do when you want to do the opposite of the sta- like that. Always just fascinated me about that show. Like, and one of the things like I love about the Adams family is the relationship between 
uh, Gomez and his wife, like Morticia. Mm-hmm. It, it, and her dress. Oh. Like just like oh. the fact that they are they're just head over heels, and that's what's silly about mm-hmm. it. Like and and the Adams family had such such an impact on me because of it. We started calling my mom Mama. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> and now sometimes my children will call me Mama. Not not from remembering that, but from me saying it to my mom, and then from me combing their hair over their face and putting glasses on and going, look, your cousin it. Who, who also turns up in this movie. So there, there's that. We have much love for Adam's family. We value it, you we have, would say. You have a multitude of incarnations of it. Um, this particular one is animated. It's from MGM. And honest to goodness, um, and I'm not trying to sound too critical, it really feels like somebody watched Hotel Transylvania and decided to do a straight-to-video version of that starring the Adams Family. Mm. Um, and the first Hotel Transylvania, the one that was watchable? I mean, technically, they're all watchable in that you can play them and watch them on a television set. Um, I, I'm not the intended audience for those. I will say that uh, Colton, who I took to the movies with me to see The Adams Family, enjoyed it immensely. So at the, <sighs> at the bare minimum, the intended audience for this um, seemed to enjoy it. Oscar Isaac is Gomez. Yep. So we have our Star Wars connection. I, I will go ahead and tell you, like, the cast is actually Char- impressive. Char- Finn have, Wolfhard is Pugsley? I would have much rather seen this as a live action. Snoop Dogg is Cousin It? Bette Midler? What? Martin Short? Catherine O'Hara? Titus Burgess? Who once replied to me on Twitter. Funny story about um, Charlize Theron, who plays uh, Morticia. Morticia, yeah. When I do the what celebrity do you look like and I don't put a specific gender on it, I always get Charlize Theron. That's hilarious. (laughs) Which many times I've thought, who am I talking to? Charlie's Theron. Yeah. A a bearded Charlie's Theron. That's exactly what I That was my nickname in high school. Mm -hmm. Bearded Charlie's Theron. So if you are eight and under, you'll probably love the Addams Family. I I don't think children understand what love is at that age. (laughs) I also don't think they particularly understand what's entertaining. Or to quote my youngest child after I removed something called a telephone from her vicinity... If this is what love is, then I don't want to be loved. <laughs> That's a little dramatic. And, and the Oscar goes too. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's great performance. It I, I, I think the writing's a little cliche, but I'm not. I'm I not, wasn't so, expecting it. Did she? Did she do the? The, she, she the was, hand to the, the She was head. already laying down with the hand to the head. I so. mean, she, she really should have thrown some, like, scarlet O'Hara and just be like, oh, mother, I say, the, the vapors have overtaken me. The, I will fight for Tara. <laughs> I don't want to know what love is. I, 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 I say red. I don't, I don't want to know what it is. So, uh, rated G, PG? I, I believe it was G. Um, yeah, yeah. It's very, very standard. Um, for the the glutted animation market. Mm-hmm. Again, I think we, we've even had this discussion recently. In the 90s, like, Disney pretty much ruled. Occasionally, you'd get another, like, 
somebody trying to like toss some rocks at them, maybe they'd get one like hit and then they'd bankrupt themselves because they spent too money on, you know, the next two or three movies or something like even DreamWorks, like as much as people remember them for uh, Shrek or the How to Train Your Dragon movies, they started doing hand drawn animation initially. And I think they had a reasonably sized hit at a Prince of Egypt. But whenever they did Road to El Dorado, and it seems like there was another uh, seven Atlantis? seven voyages. Oh. No, that was Disney. Oh. Seven voyages of Sinbad or something like that, or Sinbad the adventure or whatever. Sinbad was he not on? Um... Not that Sinbad. Oh, not not that. No, one. not the stand-up comedian okay. who was not in Kazam. Not <laughs> not that one. I'm talking like I believe Brad Pitt like even voiced him, but like I think it basically shut down the hand drawn animation division of DreamWorks. Now, granted, they went on to success with their computer animated division, mm -hmm. but when they started, I want to believe I. So I think is this hand drawn? Did you say this that one, no. and I ignored it? No, this it's oh, I, okay. You don't Disney doesn't even do hand drawn movies anymore. Well, that's because he's don't. just a frozen head. So well, he's good. <laughs> how is he supposed to draw? I know exactly. Uh, no, it's computer uh, animated. Sure, whatever. It just um, it's just there. It's, You've seen worse. I have. Um, and like I said, if you're eight and you don't really understand what entertainment is, and you learned the days of the week, the days of the week, you'll be thrilled. It it really just feels like any goodwill that the Adams family had built up uh, anywhere. Feels like they just decided that they were going to spend it um, mm. right here, and I, I, like I said, as an adult, um, you won't want to gouge your eyes. But I, I, I don't feel like this is a movie that we'll need to have on our shelf, mm -hmm. like at You've the house. Not pre-ordered it? No, no, I don't. I don't think anybody mm. is going to pre-order it. Um, that's my, I mean, somebody might like statistically someone probably will. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't feel like any of like, let's say star Wars or, uh, Marvel movies, any of their records are in any danger of being broken besides worst opening for a film on, uh, opening weekend. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Henson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking with Adam Cravens about the many movies he has seen this week. Movie number two, the much-anticipated sequel to Maleficent. I, I, huh? I feel like what you've said is hyperbole. <laughs> I mean, I, I will grant, I believe the first Maleficent uh, made somewhere around like 700 some odd million, like and not, not really? an exorbitant sum, but like a reasonable amount of 700 money. million, not exorbitant. Well, I'm just, I, I'm like, it didn't make a billion dollars. Like the movie probably cost around two. It made wow. back its money. 2014. Yeah. It seems so much more recent. Um, But one thing I never heard anybody say was I need to know what else happens with Maleficent, where where does that story go mm -hmm. next? Like, where what what about the Maleficent saga? What about it? What about the crow? I, I always liked the crow. He is in it, or oh. unless you meant Brandon Lee, and we're just talking about another <laughs> random. Okay, not all right. Okay, now that would be interesting. Yes, having the having Brandon Lee's crow in mm -hmm. the Maleficent sequel, I I would not have seen that coming. No, I, I would be fascinated for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> so, um. Maleficent, the original Maleficent made, you are correct, 
$758.5 million. Which, like I said, it's not a a small amount of money. It's not, you know, like the Lion King live action money. It's not Avengers Endgame money. But it's that's a lot of money. However... Mistress of Evil. Does anyone say Evil in it like that? Evil. I don't believe. No, Mike Myers was mm. not. Okay, in Mistress the film. of Evil. I mean, he's not doing anything these <laughs> days. He he was not. He was not doing that. Well, this one opened to thirty-six million, which is not so great considering it cost one hundred and eighty-five million to make. Now yeah. that being said, worldwide, there's a chance it's going to make up. That ground, not quickly, but over six months worldwide. Okay, over three months, it might, it might in th- other markets. If I'm remembering correctly, that's about half of what the original opened yeah, to. Yeah, pretty much. So this film is probably going to be the last in the Maleficent series, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, as I recall, the Maleficent film... Um, the 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 one boy that she trusted and loved turned out to be a total tool and cut off her wings and kept them in his castle and that made him king or something something like that and that's why she was uh, evil evil and I don't remember how it ended except she didn't have wings and the crow was there and for some reason I liked the crow she did not eat crow. No. And it wasn't Crow T. Robot, but I still liked the crow for whatever reasons. Oh, that's right. And then there was some girl she would talk to and stuff. But there wasn't this whole Disneyfication of it. But I dare say it gave way to many a Pinterest board on how to be that version of Maleficent. There are all sorts of ways you can make the Maleficent horns. Some include duct tape. And spray black black paint you can do all sorts of things i know that's not on your list no but, but no. still uh so the story of this picks up where um you had uh sleeping beauty mm-hmm. uh, find her her prince and this is about the two of them getting married now um you you do have um a, a reasonable like if you're going to have Angelina mm-hmm. Jolie in your cast, like you're going to have to have somebody that can act uh, against her unless you want them just wiped off um, the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this one, they decided to go with Mel- Michelle Pfeiffer, who I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say is a, a reasonable mm-hmm. like uh, foe for her. And in this one, um, the king wants to bring peace to like the, the fantasy creatures in the kingdom because mm-hmm. blah 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 uh fighting and <laughs> the the queen the queen and ha- that was the pitch blah 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 fighting well, and, and just, then we'll that, do this that's about how well developed it is in the movie as well um i i listen i was not enthusiastic and the, the film was so dark i think it changed my prescription like <laughs> I was just squinting the entire time. Like normally, at least like those stupid pirate movies. It was very dark. At least like they had more color. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, like I said, it was just. I was like, "You're Disney. Like if Disney is known for nothing, 
Colorful is generally an exactly. adjective that is applied to your film. Luminaire it up a bit. No, was not. Okay. Like I don't know if there was a bulb messed up on the projector or if Disney was just like, yeah, she's the mistress of evil. Stuff gets dark when you're evil. Eh, it's a bunch of unfinished, you know, drawings in the corner. So the story. So this is the story where she puts everyone to sleep. I assume. No. No, they they've taken significant liberties. So that on, hasn't happened on the. I think it happened. I haven't seen the first one in five. Okay, years. now the from and what I, I recall, the I first one. I don't think one. like I watched it. Watched it when I watched it either. I think I put it on. I was like, watch this, guys, and then I went and did something that I would enjoy. See, that's one where for reasons unknown to me, I purchased it on the Amazon and I own it. Have never watched it since purchasing it. And every time I flip by it, I go, why did I buy that? But it seems to me she liked the blonde girl who was a little girl and who knew who she was. And and she didn't let the blonde girl fall off a cliff or saved her or something. Was, and that's, that's, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. Something, something like that. And she seemed to, she seemed to genuinely have feelings that were warm and good toward who I believe was Aurora, but I don't remember, but it had to have been. Uh, and maybe she was between five and ten. I have no idea. So now Aurora is 20-ish. Let's say. That's okay. That's reasonable. And so yeah. she's getting married. She's getting married, and the queen is using this to trap all of the the fantasy creatures like within the walls so that she can kill them because revenge. So Michelle Pfeiffer is like Lord Farquaad. Um, I think you're probably the only person that has ever made that comparison. But uh, yeah, not on not you're not incorrect about what you're saying. <laughs> All right, so I see where we're going here. So you could say that the movie is actually Maleficent, comma, Mistress of Evil, implying. That Michelle Pfeiffer's queen is in her own way a reflection. Get it? You see what I did there? A reflection of evil. Well, I think they've, I kind of my complaint. And she's blonde. And, and again, they already took significant liberties from the Sleeping Beauty, like whenever they did the animated ad- adaptation, they already significantly took it away from what the original story like had in it. This one really makes Maleficent more of like an anti-hero. Like mm-hmm. like she was she was, you know, like uh like this stuff happened and I'm angry and that's why like she's not the Maleficent from like obviously they're two different iterations of it. But this is not the Maleficent from the Sleeping Beauty cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like who honestly like was terrifying. Yeah. I mean, especially when she turns into that dragon like I don't think Sleeping Beauty often gets enough credit for how gorgeous mm-hmm. the animation in that film looks. I mean, I can see that face, the way she could like look up and look down at the same time. Or, or Very like that, much I'm ready that, for my close-up, Mr. Deal. That laugh or that music mm-hmm. that would play behind her. Um, yeah, she was scary. Yeah, like uh, that film came out in what, I, I'm, I'm thinking 67, maybe 65, and we're still talking about it. I thought that was um, much earlier. No one is going to be talking about Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, besides the fact that it's going to lose Disney money. Are we mixing up Sleeping Beauty and Snow White? No, I'm not. Okay. You may have. Maleficent. 
was in Sleeping Beauty. The evil queen, there was an evil queen. There's an evil queen in rough. They're either there. It's either a stepmother that is wicked, mm-hmm. or a okay. queen that is evil. Or well, Snow White came out in thirty-seven. Right, but I'm talking about Sleeping Beauty. But, but you said Snow White. Oh well, I meant Sleeping Beauty. That's why I was confused. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't remember <laughs> saying it. Well, I could just you know play this again, but I would have to stand up to do that anyway. Point is. Um, which evil triumphed? Dare I say, Maleficent? Now, in our our vow to people on this podcast, <sighs> mm-hmm. it states that we do not we ruin don't give the spoilers. Ending. I don't. Does, does the crow live? Maybe. He you don't could, remember? He could, he could. <laughs> you just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I fell. I fell asleep. <laughs> no, I didn't fall asleep. Can you recommend this to anyone? Um. It, the film looks very expensive, and there are very talented actors that have done better work in other movies in this movie. Um, the sets are pretty, and whoever designed the costumes um, deserves a pat on the back. Okay. Um, but if you're going to watch a fantasy film, I'm going to go ahead and say, sit down and watch Fellowship of the Ring. You can probably buy that thing for a dollar ninety nine. Uh, maybe four ninety nine if you want it in HD, mm-hmm. or, or like that DVD is undoubtedly in the five dollar bin or the three dollar bin. Like it, just go watch a different fantasy movie that isn't this movie. That's a lot better than this movie. I see, I see. That okay. That's kind of the way I came away from it. There is nothing this film offers that you have not seen done better in even uh, the stupid Hobbit movies that I didn't like. I'd watch them. Over this fantasy movie. Whoa. Like, ba- Battle of the Five Armies, not a good movie. Not a good movie. Okay. Right. Riddle me this. All right. Between. All right, Batman! Between The Phantom Menace and Battle of the Five Armies, where does this fall? Oh, wow. I'm going to. I'm gonna, I need to sit back like that. <laughs> I, th- oh. I didn't mean to knock oh. the wind out of you. Oh, jeez. Like, my head hurts. <laughs> do, you, do you have any pain medication? Um, I. I Phantom Menace had a fantastic yeah, fight pod racer scene. scene, whatever, and and I, it had all the hilarious racism. B- the <laughs> not, I, let's not, not hilarious. Oh, I don't even want to touch that again. I don't, <laughs> I, racism, I want, not hilarious. I'm, I'm. I, you can't see me doing it, but I am slowly walking <laughs> out of the room backwards. <laughs> I say hilarious because I I have spoken to people about the film that said there's racism in it. Really? And it's like And then you just did, bring it up on YouTube. Did and you like, did you oh. not did you not see the same movie I did? Oh. <laughs> um at least Phantom Menace had the cool like lightsaber fight. Uh-huh. Um Battle of the Far Five Armies It just had a dragon. Wasted. Wasted. Absolutely wasted like just copious amounts of talent. Okay. Like I didn't expect this. I thought you'd lean more toward Hobbit Nation, but I the okay, easily the best thing about the Hobbit movies, and I'll make this quick because we're not even talking. That's not a film we're reviewing. Um, but we would drop Bil- the hat. Bilbo Baggins, like, is easily the best thing about that movies. Casting him in those movies, mm-hmm. like, was a stroke of genius. A lot of the surrounding garbage, um, it. That drawing a a three hundred page book out into like I, what was it twelve hours worth of 
whatever. And I own the the extended cuts of each of those movies. So I go ahead, fine. I'm a hypocrite, but um, but I'm not going to buy Maleficent. They literally like just give him nothing to do but stand around and like having a talented actor in such an iconic role. Just I. That movie just made me mad the entire time I watched it. That's hilarious. So Maleficent will appeal to twelve-year-old girls. Probably maybe? the 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 girls that didn't want to see the Adams family can watch Maleficent uh, instead. Okay. I mean, parents, you're going to suffer either way, but you just you need to pick your poison here. Like, do you want it in the leg or do you want it in the arm? And now we're moving on to the movie that you have been waiting for. Uh, yes, yes. You have waited for it. Uh, Zombieland first came out in... I want to say it's 2009. It may be 2008. It's right around 10 years. Zombieland, just a, a delightful romp of zombies and Twinkies and cameos and very, very just satisfying on every level, it re- like the the cast is pretty close to Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the, if you haven't seen the first one, it has one of and this is saying something. One of the greatest moments of Bill Murray's absolutely film, film career, like just came out. Uh, and I'm sorry if you haven't seen it, and I spoiled it for but you. It's but, ten years, but it's on. ten years. It's ten years at this point. Like it's it's not opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the most fantastic moments in Bill Murray's film career. And like I said, if you understand the the acclaim or the regard that I hold Bill Murray in, you, you'll understand what a statement like that mm-hmm. is for that. Um, and it, it was kind of a fresh take. Like you've got, you know, Walking Dead that deals with kind of the very serious side of zombies. I eventually got bored with that. Um, it's just too much leg dragging. I, well, I stopped after season three, but I'm just saying like somebody watched it. I um, know. Uh, it wasn't me. I didn't not appreciate it. Um, you had uh, Dawn of the Dead. like, um, And better than Dawn of the Dead, you had Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead also there. One of my favorites. Hysterical, hysterical film. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the zombie genre is... It's about it's where vast. it's about where like animated movies are. Like you can really get uh, just throw a rock and you'll hit an adaptation of some kind of zombie something. Mm-hmm. Um, this one in particular still manages to distance itself and set itself out from the pack. Um, the film is rated R. I will tell you that um, it is probably not suit like you might get away with like an older child getting to see this. Uh, but Woody Harrelson um, <laughs> does not mind dropping an f bomb or seven uh, in this movie. Um, the 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 humor does not it, it doesn't become like gross out humor at any point. But the jokes are definitely leaning much more toward the R than the PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Eisenberg, um, who who sometimes gives excellent performances and sometimes just gives the performance he did in Social Network. Um, in another place, wearing a different costume. This is not. This is not one of those. Like this is one of his more like. Social Network garnered a lot of like you know nominations. Like it it was uh, it was picked out you know to be shown like by the Academy and all that. But a lot of his movies, I'm just like you're playing the same 
guy. And I wonder if his sister's annoyed. She was the cute little curly-haired Moppet in those Pepsi commercials. And it's like, she's going places. And then she made that parrot movie, and then now her brother's famous. And then, then her goofy curly-haired brother. I like, know. And he's the one they cast when they can't get... Who? Who am I thinking of? I don't... I'm not sure. <sighs> pointing at me isn't going to do it. You're he not a in, wizard. He was in Juno. You, you are not the mistress of evil. He was in evil. Juno. Oh, he was in, oh, Michael Sarah. Mike, yes. Michael Sarah. If you if you can't get Michael Sarah, you get Jesse. Am I right? You're not. You're not wrong. Okay. Like I think they they are probably up for a lot of the same parts. Yeah, I have no doubt they do play the same guy. Like probably when they give descriptions in like for readings, they're like, "This is a Michael Sarah esque character." Yes. Or a Jesse Eisenberg esque character. To be honest, I thought Michael Sarah was in Zombieland too. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's the other Michael Sarah, Jesse Eisenberg. Anyway, so all I remember from the first one is I loved it. I need to watch it again. Hilarious Twinkie jokes. And maybe it ended at an amusement park. Maybe. Is I that think right? You've, got, you've, you've got most of them. Yeah. If, if you were doing a pop quiz, you have got at least a B plus or an A minus. A ragtag group of misfits. If... They don't do a lot of different things here. Like, mm-hmm. if you liked the first one, this is not like the difference between Alien and Aliens um, or like, you know, Terminator and Terminator 2. If you enjoyed the first movie, this, it's not a carbon copy of it. It's probably not superior to the original, but I found it to be a satisfying sequel in that I I laughed a lot. I enjoyed myself and I will say this and I'll say no more. Stick around for the credits. All right. You, you will not be upset. So the continuing story of Zombieland and, 2 is um, they there are still zombies because they never are. cured or stopped it. No. It's still an apocalyptic America. Yes. And uh, appropriately enough, they decide that they are going to take up residence in the White House. So okay. um, you, you have some uh, Taft jokes, which I wasn't expecting. I mean, how, <laughs> you never can. how often do you get to see a Taft joke in a major studio like Blockbuster these days? I mean, I'm sure back when Taft was in offense, they were all over the Nickelodeons right. and <laughs> the, the talkies, like yeah. probably. That's great. So Taft jokes. You know, that does make sense. If it was apocalyptic and the White House was still standing, I would think that or Fort Knox or something like that. That would have good fortifications. Yeah. Tunnels and stuff. And I mean they've got they have plenty of, you know, rations and yeah. different different things like that 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 I you can, can use. I, yeah. I can see that. And like it's a films like to use landmarks. Mm-hmm. Independence Day basically made an entire trailer out of just blowing up things that people have seen. And then Nicolas Cage deciphered things that people, people had, had seen. Because um, he was like Benjamin Franklin's something nephew or something. I don't, yeah. re- I don't remember. And I did tell you, by the way, that one of my friends is in a movie with Nicolas Cage. Yes, I did tell you that, right? I, so I now probably, you are two away from Nicolas Cage. I probably made myself forget that. You probably yeah. have told me that. And then I just, I, I struck just it. just want you to know. I struck it from the right. In the Kevin Bacon game, you're two away from Nicolas Cage, which is Nicolas Cage game, but 
that would then make you three away from Kevin Bacon. Wait, what? That's a game? It is now. Okay, well, <laughs> for, two, for, two away from Cage. For our purposes. Cage. <laughs> so, uh, they're just trying to survive, and they're hanging out in the White House, and um, his, the credits are funny. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg and uh, his lady love break up. Because uh-huh. that's the problem with getting people together at the end of the first film. Um, you, you, one of your central thrusts is gone if you want a sequel. Uh-huh. So you you either invent a reason why they can't be together or you can't cast that person. In this particular case, like she was available, um, and they break them up um, at the beginning of the film because you need to get them back together hypothetically uh-huh. by the end of it. Okay. Um, and it's a... it's. The the bickering between the two of them after they break up is entertaining enough that I was okay with the two of them not being together. And in a lot of cases, your shows that get romantic interests together and leave them there will often kind of kill the momentum. Uh, Lois and Clark, New Adventures of Superman, Moonlighting, <sighs> uh, Ross and Rachel on Friends. Like all of these shows kind of lost their their thrust whenever you put these people together and leave them together. Now, getting them together and then breaking them back up, you can get some tension from that. But a lot of that, once you do it, like it's just, it's it can still be interesting, but it's less interesting mm-hmm. by and far. So you were entertained. Yeah, Z- Zombieland Double Tap is easily the best thing I saw this weekend. And it's a film that I would not, I, I own the first film, um, I would not mind owning this one. Okay. And Woody Harrelson, I assume, gets most of the screen time because he he has really evolved into something interesting. I, honestly, I don't know if he got most of the screen time or he just takes your attention when he does have screen. I'm, I'm really trying to break it down. I mean, he got plenty of screen time, but honestly, I think he just, when he is doing his thing, nobody else is on screen. That's right. Like he just... He he is he lives in this this part mm-hmm. right yeah, here. Yeah, he does. Like I mean, he just he owns every like inch of it, and he's easily the best thing about the movie. Like I'm not I'm not like casting like any kind of shade on no, any of no the other. No aspersions have been cast. Um, on the rest of the cast, but like Woody Harrelson is probably the best thing about the movie. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, Zombieland, a yes, and Maleficent and Adam's Family, pretty much a pass. Unless you are eight. And if you're eight, you're probably not listening to this podcast because I don't know that a lot of eight-year-olds or any eight-year-olds listen to podcasts. There you have it. Thank you for listening to ours. Do you know what's coming up for this week? I'm trying to think. You know, I think, oh, I did just see the trailer for Downey is Doolittle. I, well, that's, I want to say that's like January or February. It doesn't matter. Jenna and I are like, we are counting it down. I'm, I'm really kind of, I don't, I don't think he's been not Iron Man since I want to say. Since he was not Sherlock, so. The Judge, maybe? Uh, It doesn't matter. I just. 2015, I want to say. If he could just, if he could just be Downey all the time. Well, he is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's his actual 
name. So what's coming up this week? Anything? Anything? I think, anything? Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot will be playing in mm-hmm. some theaters. And let's see. Current War, Countdown, Black and Blue, and The Last Full Measure. Okay. So nothing really except Jay and I, Silent Bob. I, right. I will probably be seeing Gemini Man, it sounds like. Oh, that's right. And you haven't seen it yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll have more goodies for you next week because that's what we do. And we're also counting down to the final in the Star Wars movies of the Skywalker well, the, of the Skywalker, of the Skywalker yeah. family. Disney just, well, not recently, but paid several billion dollars for that. We're not done with Star Wars, no, kids. No, not ever. Don't, don't let them get away with saying final anything exactly if they do there better be a little asterisk beside it yeah well well, it's the last time we're gonna well not say skywalker but Mm, but but i mean like it'll be the last time it'll be like a skywalker movie air air flyer skywalker we're we're obviously gonna bring up the skywalkers again we are (laughs) many many times anyway thank you for listening i'm jane ellen and i'm adam cravens